Here's what happened this morning with Stacey and Clayton. It finally happened on Friday. I had talked about it a bit. They were ordered in October. Sean and I got two new windows on Friday. I was on the oh edge of my seat. My God. It was... I talked about it I, on Instagram. I was like, it's a very adult thing when you do stuff like that. That like enhances the value of your home. It does things for your energy, efficiency. It looks better, quite honestly, because the windows in our house were original aluminums from the 60s, which, let's face it, were garbage. Oh, thanks. Those are the windows I have in my house. It's the truth. I'm not oh, even thanks. lying. Yeah, just garbage house Magoo over here with yeah. like garbage windows. Yeah. They do the trick. They do the trick. They keep the wet out sometimes but they don't keep the cold out and I had said like as soon as they were put in just sitting next to it you could feel the difference like it wasn't cold anymore it was quieter I like it when it's drafty in my house actually so (laughs) to each their own I mean whatever so we did two windows and we still have like five more to go but I'm so I just I want like I don't even know how much it would cost you didn't get them all done you just got a couple done no oh you we're not made of money you blew it because now those other windows are just going to be laughing at you constantly they do like the windows that aren't done they're going to be like well we fixed the the living room one because that was the worst that was the one that was getting like two inches of ice Mm -hmm. on the bottom when it was really cold out and you know that that's when your windows are like done whatever bonus ice you're at a party Party, the ice tray's empty. <laughs> Boom, just go to the window. I love how optimistic you are with this. <laughs> you just diminished the value of your house. You had a free ice maker. You got rid of it. Oh, God. Wow. It's so much better, I have to say. Kudos to Windows for doing their thing. Yeah, yeah. When you're an adult, that feels so good it doing does. something like that. Like getting windows or a new roof or repaving the driveway, something like that. Something where the 16-year-old version of yourself would punch you right in the face for being excited about it. I just, you I, spent your money on this instead of comic books? What's wrong with you? <laughs> I just wish they weren't. And I get windows are a complicated piece of, mm-hmm. what would you call it, equipment? No, that's not the right word. They're expensive because there's, there's a lot involved in a yeah. window, right? It's not just like slabs of glass. I get it. But why do they have to be so expensive? I don't know. Can you do it yourself? God, no. There you go. <laughs> I have a friend named Joey. Joey knows every word to every song. And I'm pretty sure every friend group has a Joey. Yeah. It doesn't matter what genre, rap, pop, classic rock, except Mm -hmm. for country. Joey hates country. Joey's a good guy. Um, uh, He knows every word to every song. Hits, deep cuts, doesn't matter. Every single song. Every group has that friend, and I'm amazed by the song lyric friend. Sean is my Johnny. He knows all... Joey, but thanks for listening. Yeah, Joey, sorry. (laughs) Johnny, Joey. Just wasting my time talking over here. (laughs) I was so enthralled and trying to figure out who that person was, and it's Sean. He knows all the words to all the songs. How do they know that? How do they have enough retention in their brain for all of that information, plus the other stuff you have to do on a daily basis? I know some. I know probably like 30 songs start to finish. Wow. 30 to 40, maybe. Now, yeah, I know a ton of songs where I know like a verse here, a verse there, or a favorite part. Yeah. I can do like 70%. I'm talking start to finish. You don't even need the song playing. You can go. I think I 10, maybe. I think I know 20 or 30. Wow, I'm impressed. And like, again, some friends know a thousand. It's my buddy Joey. Again, he's a big rap guy. And he knows every word to like Eminem. Oh, and he which goes are so, so many fast words. It's so many words. 
never messes up. Is he also like a great student? Does he do well in? Did he do well in school? No, like, this guy failed math in high school. Okay, he's an accountant say, now. <laughs> oh my god! He's one of those kids who, during high school, like whatever, and then afterwards, just smartened up and was like, "Wow, you're doing great." See, I think it has to do with like. He's a gifted mind, is what you're saying? Yes. Because it's wor- it takes work to memorize things, mm-hmm. right? And to have that in your brain and pull it up when you need it. Imagine, though, like, imagine they use that brain power for something else other than song lyrics. That's what I wonder with the song <laughs> lyric friend. All this knowledge you have, yeah. all this memory of song lyrics. Imagine if you could use that for something that mattered. <laughs> <laughs> and then you ask Joey, this does matter, guys. This does matter. <laughs> If you listen to the show a lot, you know that Stacy and I argue about nachos a lot. Like, a weird amount. You... We argue about food a lot, you and I. Yeah, because you do it wrong. Nachos, like, the way you do nachos, it's just so inefficient. You'd, like, individually dress every chip sometimes. Yeah, that's amazing. There's another Each nacho... Chip is a perfect bite. There's another nacho dilemma in your house, though, right now. We made nachos on Saturday. Sean was like, you know what? Let's have nachos for supper. And I was like, that sounds amazing. Does Make it, some- though? I, I'm still on camp. Nachos are overrated. Everyone always is so gung-ho about nachos. What? I'm not. Ah, just... You know what? The first 10 bites... Sure. But at the end, nachos, it's depressing. Why? Looking at like a plate of nachos that's like three quarters done with all the loser chips and all the... See, you just said it right there. When you make nachos yourself, Mm -hmm. there are no loser chips. Because you place it all perfectly. It's a system. When Sean and I make nachos, it's a system. Mm -hmm. He lays them all out, the big chips first. And then we always fight about the amount of cheese. He slathers those things in cheese. Because he's correct. I feel like there is a point where it's just too much. And I know nachos get ruined. Nachos get ruined by the little amount of cheese. Like some places, they skimp on the cheese, and it's the worst tasting nachos. You need to have like triple the amount of cheese on there. I just feel like it's too much. But then we also have the disagreement when it comes to like the baking time in the oven. Mm -hmm. I like to bake it fairly well. You like crispy, not cheesy nachos. But see, here's the thing: what we do is we do two layers on a cookie sheet. Mm -hmm. So the top layer. Yeah, it's a little bit crunchy, which is nice. And the bottom layer, chewy and cheesy, See, just right. This is the problem I have with your nachos. <laughs> you think about it too much. You're overthinking this. We need the one layer that's kind yes. of crunchy, and then yes. every little piece needs two onions, three peppers. No, just throw a bunch of stuff on a tray, wing it. And that's <laughs> why you're constantly disappointed by nachos. No, I just don't even know. I don't order nachos. I don't make nachos anymore. I'm tired of being disappointed by nachos. You always oh, go into nachos thinking this is going to be the best. And it's good. It's good. It's you just, not great, though. You have to put the work into them. And that's... The amount of work you put into nachos, by the time they're done, it's like 10.45 at night. <laughs> so you can't even eat them anymore. You're too tired. No such thing. It's been the topic of conversation for the past five days now. Gas prices. Whew. Gas prices are so high, they've just been sitting in front of the fridge for 15 minutes staring at it because they forgot why they got to the kitchen. That's how high gas prices are. They are so so baked right now. Um, The thing is, everyone's sharing their gas-saving techniques now. I kind of like it. Everyone's kind of uh, teaming up together to give their gas tips. Like mine, filling up every day just a little bit so it doesn't seem like so much of a bite. It cost me six bucks to fill up today. God, what a nightmare. (laughs)
<laughs> I love that life tip. That's such a good it's idea. So, it means like it's obviously not. Oh, it's stupid. It's stupid, but it makes you feel good in the moment. Exactly. I'm all about that. Uh, here's another little uh, gas hack. Going in neutral at a red light to save gas. Did your did your parents ever teach you that one? Uh, Dad always flipped into neutral when he was sliding. I remember that in his truck. Oh, like when you're on ice. Yeah. Yeah, that's another good Popped one. Popped it into neutral, yeah. and then you just kind of... I'm talking like waiting at a red light, waiting that's at a train, drive through, whatever. You pop it into neutral. So you don't waste gas because in neutral, the RPMs don't go as high. The engine doesn't work as hard. Therefore, you save gas. Love now, it. in a normal situation, if you did this at every red light for a month, this would save you, I don't know, a buck. Three bucks. Maybe, right? Now, some people would even do it like going down hills. So if you're going to Regina, you hit the Lumsden oh, Hill, right? Yeah, yeah. My dad would pop it in neutral. Eh, I'm going, I'm going downhill anyway, right? Yeah. I'm like, Dad, how cheap are you? <laughs> Fast come forward. On, come on. <laughs> oh, fast forward. I'm doing it all the time. And the thing is, you always forget that it's in neutral. Like if it's a long red light. Oh, yeah. And you just sit there and you forget all of a sudden. Green light. <laughs> person beside you. I don't want to race. You're a Ford Focus. What the hell? <laughs> Why are man? you revving your engine, you nerd? Easy. <laughs> That's what happens all the time. Oh, quick drive. You're good to go. But like, again, it might not save you a lot in years past. With gas oh prices God. the way they are, you're going to save like $40 a month. <laughs> Cruise mornings with Stacy and Clayton. The Battle of Alberta is tonight. Your division leading Calgary Flames taking on the team that has had how many number one overall picks in the last decade? Far Four? too many. Four? Far too many. Wow, and they're still not in the playoff picture? Hmm, weird. <sighs> it's, it's disappointing. Uh, it they're really taking is. on the Oilers. Yeah. Um... Calgary's playing great. Edmonton the other day, goal. Goaltending a bit of an issue yeah. for the uh, Oilers right now. Meanwhile, the Flames goalie might win the Vesna. Not really. This other guy, Shesterkin is his name. He plays for the Rangers. How awesome is that last name? Shesterkin. There's a lot of consonants in that name. Shesterkin. Shesterkin. Great name. Um, let's put a wager on the Flames-Oilers game tonight because okay. you love the Oilers. I love the Flames. I don't want to put money on it because if we're I win poor. and you never pay me back, so... Also, we're broke. That's that. You might think this is like a glamorous job. No. <laughs> oh, do we have a surprise wow. for you? Um, let's do something embarrassed, like, that's going to hurt us. Well, you uh, you have some weird thing with your car. Like, you're really proud of how clean and neat your car is, both the inside and the outside. So let's, uh, let's do a car bet here. Okay. Um, well, what if... Okay, go ahead. What were you going to say? Uh, no, you first. What about if you lose, uh, you have to hang like a little sign up in your car window that I pick? Sign or decal? Okay, how about this? We'll buy some of those like letter decals for, let's say, a week or a month. You want to go a week or a month? Well, let's just do a week. A week? Yeah. The other person gets to write whatever they want on the back window. Yeah. Now, it can't like be unsafe. Right. You can't just, you Not can't, offensive. You can't just put a giant flames logo on the back of your car and you can't see anything out the back. No. Um, but yeah, a little message okay. on the back of their car for a week. The the person who... So if the flames win, I get to choose what's on your car. Yep. Others win, you choose for me. Yeah. Okay. What are you going to pick? I don't, I'm not telling you. I already got it in mind. Oh. And again, it can't be anything offensive. It can't be anything yeah. that's going to oh. get us beaten up. This one is not offensive at all. Oh, mine's going to be... Yours is going to be... I got like seven. <laughs> okay. I got seven narrowed down. But yeah, whoever wins, Flames Oilers, the person's going to have some embarrassing things. I Can I? Oh. What? No, I don't know. No, uh, say it. Uh, you got to say it now. You, I hate when people do that. Oh, well, what? Ah, never Would mind. you be mad if it was like a ginger thing? 
I've been getting redhead jokes since okay. I was nine. You think I care? Well, I don't want to hurt your feelings. <laughs> At this point, <laughs> after after 30 plus years of ginger jokes, I have no feelings left. Aww. So I'm just numb to it. Ever wonder what happens when the microphones are off? What do they do when the music is playing? It's Behind the Scenes with Stacy and Clayton. Okay, cat food nowadays looks pretty delicious. That was Behind the Scenes on Cruise Mornings. Cruise Mornings with Stacy and Clayton. We did get all the snow that was expected. Oh, yeah. On overnight Thursday, Friday, and I think even just a little bit on Saturday, it was like oh, yeah. 15 centimeters. And I remember doing the forecast on Friday, and I was like, please let this be one of those situations where mm-hmm. it just misses us. But then I looked at the radar, because sometimes when I'm really serious about the weather... I check the radar Ooh. because then you can see mm-hmm. where the storm was. And yeah, it blanketed Saskatoon for sure. Walking your dog right now is like the least fun thing you can do. Because right after a big snowstorm like that, like before the before the streets get cleared, the sidewalks, the mm-hmm. park paths and stuff, you're just, it's basically like walking through creme brulee. Like it's just like mushy and you're slipping all over the well, place. And, and you're creating new trails because you're like the first person that's Exactly. Walking. And also your dog, loving it. They're having a great time. New <laughs> snowfall, boom. So they're running extra fast. You've got to catch up to them. Yeah. And you're running in this creme brulee snow. It's my hamstrings are barking today, Stacy. My back is barking. See what I did there? It's a dog joke. Walking a dog. Nice. And, uh. I'm also stiff too because we shoveled on. Sean shoveled on. Was it Friday? And then I shoveled on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And I know I've complained about it a lot, but we're legitimately running out of room to put our snow. You didn't push it all the way to the end of the front lawn first. That's a rookie move. The first snowfall of the year, you push it all the way to the edge of your front lawn, right? Because most people, like the very, very edge of your property, like the property line, push your snow all the way to the end of your lawn so that you always have room for the rest of winter to pile it up. But we have a city sidewalk and a driveway to shovel onto the lawn. So I know. We, we push it as far into the middle as we can. Oh, okay. Yeah, don't go to the middle. Go all the way to the end. Because like this year, with so much snow, you're going to just pile it up, pile it up. Because I'm, I'm I'm that way right now. I went all the way to the edge. I'm still running out of space. I it's can't ridiculous. do it anymore. I can't I do it my anymore. My spaghetti arms cannot throw that snow any further. But listen to this. Uh, doing a bit of neighborhood watch. A neighbor across the street has access to a bobcat. I feel like the owner of the house is like landscaping or mm-hmm. something. Took all the snow from the street out front of their house and the sidewalk and pushed it onto their lawn. Oh, wow. Their lawn Aggressive. now has a snow pile that I yeah. kid you not is like six and a half feet tall. You sent me a photo. It it's looks insane. like it looks like black strap, like the old ski hill yes. black strap. It, that's how much it sticks out. It's like normal front lawn, normal front lawn, black strap ski hill, normal front lawn. It's like wow. Okay. And I, I get it. The front of their place on the street completely clear, but that's like their snow mold is going to be intense. Intense in snow mold, kind of worth it though. That's is it though? Is it genius? or is it aggressive? I can't tell. I think it's aggressively genius. (laughs) I love recycling and finding out that something is recyclable is always very exciting for me. What can I say? Yeah, you are so cool. (laughs) I really am. The coolest. I didn't know this, but apparently hair clippings 
are recyclable. Your hair can be recycled. Now, when you sent me this story this morning, because obviously this is your topic, it's about recycling, um, <laughs> you said hair clips, and I was like, oh, the little clips in <gasps> no, hair. did I? Oh, so I thought Whoops. salons across the city were setting up these little, like, recycling stations for hair clips. <laughs> for hair clips. And I was like, wow. really, guys? Is this the initiative we want to work on? No, hair clippings. Typo. Yeah. No, Changes I think that everything. was on me, though. It was on both of us. It's Monday, whatever. But hair clippings. Mm -hmm. Crazy. Us, we can be recycled. Our hair is being used to make bioplastics, which in turn can be used to clean up oil spills. That is awesome. Someone actually way back in the day came up with um, what they called a hair mat. And it was basically a bunch of hair woven together used to help clean up oil. Because mm -hmm. hair sucks stuff up, right? Like if you put products in it or moisturizing, whatever, it sucks it right up. Who knew? Hair just, was so useful. Just thinking about it right now. Like somebody's job is to gather the hair, right? Mm -hmm. That's a tough gig. <laughs> just going through people's bags old of hair. hair, bags of hair. Well, I think just, about yeah. it every time I clean out my brush. When yeah. I brush my hair, I always do the grab thing. Yeah. And I've got these mittfuls of hair. And it's like, well, and I just chuck it into the garbage. And now I can put it aside and have it made into something useful. Yeah, and then company comes over. They see this giant Ziploc bag full of hair. And they're like, let's get out of here immediately. <laughs> the people in this house are up to some pretty sketchy stuff. Like, that's the only thing that I'm it's thinking weird. of. Like, it's the collection weird. process, right? Back in the day, and this is going to be a deep cut, YTV, mm -hmm. uh, they did a lint collection thing. So you get, like, the lint from your dryer. Oh, yeah. They were trying to make the world's biggest lint ball basically okay so i remember my mom would keep all the lint in a ziploc bag and someone coming over being like you have a bag of lint that's weird bag of hair is a million times way, weirder way more weird i always play that test in my head the walk-in test if someone walked in on you putting your hair clippings in a bag <laughs> What would they say? Save this for later. What would they say? If it passes the, that's kind of weird, test that it's okay. That's the only thing I see wrong with this, is the, the collection process. And the storing of it, of I guess. the old gross hair. <laughs> Stacey and Clayton, weekday mornings 6 to 10 on Cruise.